You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash rathouse. That's R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player, whatever the hell you got. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash rathouse. Hey everyone, I'm Steve, and uh, finally, we are doing it big time. Season 2, How I Met Your Mother, finally, finally getting it done. This is She's Dead, the audio journey through How I Met Your Mother. Before I get started, rathouse.net, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net is where you can find this podcast and every other podcast that's on the network. I strongly recommend that you go and check all of those other podcasts out. Uh, you know, along with She's Dead, there's the other podcast that I'm on, the Everything Bagel Podcast, with my best friend and hetero life partner, Bean. There is <clears throat> That's Life, there's Comics After Dark, there's The Hunt for the Paranormal, there's uh, a couple other ones that I'm forgetting right now and I feel really terrible, but I'm telling you, rathouse.net is where it's at, R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net, um, ebpodcast.tumblr.com, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, and I believe we're on Stitcher as well, so please, please do that. Um, this is a very, very special episode, because not only is it the first episode of season two, but it also includes... The new co-host of this show, as for the time being at least, until Bean comes home from Honduras. Uh, everybody, please welcome my beautiful, beautiful wife, Liz, to the show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm really glad that we finally made the time to just watch the episodes together. And we're going to knock through a couple of these. Thank you for having me. <laughs> She is uh, quite nervous right now, um, but she has nothing to worry about because the last time you were on an Everything Bagel podcast episode, you were a major hit. So, it's how long has it been? It's been at least a year, I think. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you. Um, I do like the show, so I'm I've I've actually watched the whole. Just so listeners can know, like I watched the yes, whole give a little series. background, please. Yeah, so um, I binge watched on Netflix. It's been like more than a year, so I have to rewatch them again with you because I will probably forget the sequential order of things. But you have mentioned, and I, you know, um, agree that season two is a good season. Season two, I've said it. I think mm-hmm. I said it last last season during the recordings of season one. Season two is my favorite season of the show. Mm-hmm. The it it kind of ebbs and flows. It goes up and it goes down. But season two, they just go up, and the whole season is just so good and mm-hmm. so funny, and I think it's a hit. I think it's a, I, 
the one reviewer I remember reading a review, and I'll probably read it at the end of this episode. But they said that like this is a show that is on the verge of becoming a, a monster hit mm-hmm. with a couple tweaks. You know, they just got to make a couple improvements, mm-hmm. and it's going to become one of the biggest shows in the world. Which for a while it was. It yes. became one of the biggest shows in the country, mm-hmm. at least the United States. You know, for quite a few years. So you know. Season two is great. Season two is great all around. But uh, season two, episode one, as the summer begins, Ted is extremely happy because his new relationship with Robin, while Marshall wallows in the depression over his breakup with Lily. Now, if you remember at the end of season one, Marshall and Lily have a really bad breakup. Lily... Well, she has a revelation right before, like after their engagement that... She needs to find herself without Marshall and figure out and make him. I remember her using the words make a mistake because she's never made mistakes before in her life. And um, since meeting Marshall and even after meeting him and they're like what um, the perfect couple, right? Yeah. You know, they've been together six years or so, how many I years? I think at before? that point they had been together six or seven years. Yeah. yeah. And um, so she I just could be wrong, but. got cold feet and confided in Ted and told him that. You know, she she needed to go um, see if she was ready to um, be a little bit more independent with her art. Yeah, which I think is dog shit. I think she got cold feet and she just went a little too far with it. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to become an artist or you want to mm-hmm. do this stupid art program or you want to go do whatever you want to do, Marshall would have been more than accommodating. Oh, you of know? course. He'd be so supporting. Yeah, Marshall yeah. is the definition of a supportive mm-hmm. spouse or boyfriend. So he would have encouraged her to do whatever, whatever she wants to do, but they could have done this thing together. Right. Marshall had a, you know, he'd just gone through law school. I think at this point he's still going through law school. And I he, think he's working with, um, well, he's, I think he's doing an intern. He's Inter- trying to get an internship. I think mm-hmm. that's more along in season two. You, you okay. see that more. But so I remember he was working with Barney at the yeah. end of the and, first season. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's doing all of these things to build a life for the two of them mm-hmm. to start a family and to, you know, to, to do what they want to do. And then you just drop all this shit on him. And I just, I it bugged me. And mm-hmm. I think. I've said it on this show before, but basically the end of season one is the last at the last point where I like Lily. I basically do not like her the remainder of this mm-hmm. series. I do not care we for her We see a at lot all. of her selfishness yeah, coming she's out. She's a yeah. very, very selfish person. Mm-hmm. And, and and it it just it blows me away. And it, it it's almost to the point where she takes advantage of Marshall because she knows Marshall is so vulnerable and she knows Marshall is such a loving, nice, you know, sweet mm-hmm. boy from Minnesota that she just kind of feels like she can just sh- take advantage of him. Yeah. And she does it repeatedly mm-hmm. throughout the series. But anyway, yes, we were, uh, you know, Marshall and Lily, you know, break up. They have a nasty breakup. Meanwhile, Ted and Robin get together they patch up whatever differences they had in season one and they're now a couple they are now you know 
they are now together as a unit. And as the last, at the end of last season, they put it was the universe finally brought them together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, they, they put aside their differences and they said, let's just try this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marshall is sitting out on the front doorstep of their apartment building mm-hmm. and Ted walks up to him in the rain. Mm-hmm. Marshall holds up the wedding ring, the engagement ring that he'd given to Lily and they're, they sit outside together and they're, you know, Ted's being a bro mm-hmm. and he's just, he's comforting his best friend mm-hmm. and just, you know, everything that's going on in Ted's life takes a back seat and he is just making sure that his best friend is okay. So they go up to the apartment and, you know, he's, he's, he's bummed out. He can't, he can't take it. Marsh or not mm-hmm. Marshall, Robin walks in and she's yeah. like super ha- excited because she doesn't know what's going on. No, and she so has no she's clue. just like, Hey, so have you heard the news? And then Ted cuts her off and says, You mean about you know, Lily and Marshall Marsh- breaking up? Breaking up. And there's yeah. nothing else going on in the world right now except for these two breaking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. And so it kind of brings Robin into the loop and she, you know, sits down of course and is sympathetic and apologetic to to Marshall. And then a couple seconds later, Barney runs in. And yeah. Barney's like, I'm, I just got your message. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. You know, and he's, he, you know, he sits down and he's hugging, you know, he's kind of putting his arm around Marshall and he's hoping, he's making, making him try to feel better. And, and then Barney comes up with the, you know, you know, this is, this is, something that's extraordinary because this has never happened before in the history of our friendship. Well, actually, you put it this, I, my prayers have been answered. And I thought that was funny because like, oh, you're actually praying that your best friend yeah. would break up with his yeah. fiance. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, the three of them, Marshall, Ted and Barney have never been single together. Right. They've mm-hmm. never once well, been because single at the same Marshall, time. Marshall, they probably never thought he would be single yeah. ever again. You know, so <laughs> Barney, is I, I I hate saying this, but he's licking his chops because he yeah. finally him and his two <laughs> best friends are single and they can just go out and dominate the bars and the clubs and try to score with as many women as they can and and he or you can tell he already has this whole thing just thought up in his head about how they're gonna yeah. well, they're gonna go out single and twenties in yeah. New York City <laughs> yeah so uh Barney's going up on this big old spiel and he actually you know he goes like when this happens we're gonna be that thing and when that happens we're gonna be that thing and one of the best my favorite line in the history of how i met your mother all nine seasons of the show he says when a bachelorette party is you know driving through the city and they're hanging out the sunroof saying what's up new york we will be what is up New York. And he <laughs> he does the motion with his finger like he's pushing something up a butt. And it's the funny. It's so funny. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> he's doing that whole spiel. And then he looks down at, at Ted and Robin. And they both have this guilty look on their face. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, oh, shit. You two slept together, didn't you? And then that's, he when, the, it. Yeah, yeah. that's when the opening credits start. And. You know, so there goes his dream. Yeah. Marshall, <laughs> Marshall is sitting on the couch depressed and he can't even, he, he can't even get up off of the couch. He's in such a mega depression. 
and Ted comes out, and you know, and Ted's hop skipping and jumping because mm-hmm. he's in a brand new relationship, and he still has that new relationship smell on him. And he runs out, and Marshall, you know, he's trying to cheer Marshall up, and he says, "It's it's Pancake Day. It's Sunday." Mm-hmm. All that does is remind Marshall that Lily makes the pancakes on Sunday, and you know. It just brings everything reminds of, him yeah, of Lily. Every single thing reminds him of Lily. And this is Lily. day thirty, I believe. Day is it, thirty. Is it day thirty? Yes, of of their breakup. Yeah, and basically, Ted has to constantly monitor Marshall. He has to watch him like a kid, basically. Like, and a that's kid. what um, Robin mentions is that we have a little kid. Yeah. We have a child. We a have a child. kid. We, you know, we're <laughs> we're barely started dating, and we already have a kid. Yes. <laughs> that's, you know, that's basically what Robin compares it to. And she's right. She's absolutely right. And I think that's the point where Robin says we need to have some sort of intervention. We need to, you know, do something, right? Like, I think this is when they she suggests that her and Ted go to the cabin, isn't it? No, that's later. That's later? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's just talking about, like, we need to give him some tough love. We have to... I remember her using the words tough love and get him out in the world. Like, get him some sunshine. And then yeah. that's when, um, that's, I think that's Barney, when Barney, Barney takes him to the oh, strip club, sunshine. right? Oh, yeah. sunshine. Yeah, let's go to the strip club. I know yeah. sunshine. And yeah. so they go to the strip club. Yeah, they go to the strip <laughs> club and, and uh, Bar- Barney comes up with this stupid genius idea of the reason you can't get Lily out of your head is because you can still imagine her naked. You get her boobs. Yeah, you can still see her boobs. You can still see her, you know, her bottom half. (laughs) And you could, you know, like you can still picture Lily naked. That's Mm -hmm. why you can't get over her. That's why you need to see other women naked. So that way it'll just kind of push that memory out. And so he takes them to a strip club and and uh, there's it, Marshall the entire time they're there is just yeah he does, just doesn't want to be he doesn't there. care he doesn't give a shit he doesn't <laughs> he does not care that they're at a strip club <clears throat> I don't think it worked out and so the next thing is that um, Ted, Ted and Robin take him oh no Ted just, just alone Ted, just, just Ted, Ted, alone. Ted Ted takes him to a baseball game. baseball game they go to see the Indians and the Yankees play in, right. in New York. You know, kind of a fun fact, Ted is from Cleveland, so he's an Indians fan, and mm-hmm. that's why he yells it. He yells that during, it's like, oh, isn't this such a great day for a ball game? You know, blah, 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 this and this. The, the Indians are winning, and he kind of yells, he yells it, mm-hmm. you know. So he's he's loving it, you know. he you know, and, and, I mean, in all honesty, who doesn't love going to a baseball game? It's, it's the best. Right. But, again, it, Marshall kind of puts on a little bit of a... A little bit of a show saying like you know what this is great you know i'm thanks ted you know i'm, I'm really having a good time yeah you know like he's i'm trying actually, to get it's, into it's, it he's trying he's yeah. really trying mm-hmm. to just give into it and then all of a sudden on the jumbotron there's a wedding proposal at the baseball game and it just so happens to be four rows right <laughs> ahead of where they're sitting and ted immediately is like oh no oh no oh, this is he knows what's going to yeah. happen. And Marshall is like, it's fine, Ted. You know, don't worry about it. It's it's no big deal. And so it cuts to that couple 
the guy's down on one knee and he's showing her the ring and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden this hot dog comes out of nowhere and hits them both in the face. <laughs> and it's mustard all over both of their faces. And, uh, and you know, Marshall just goes in on it. Yeah, and he's... She's just going to leave you. going to leave you. She's just going to break your heart. <laughs> Love sucks. And just, he just goes on this oh, whole rant. There goes, the... there goes a... Fire. There goes an ambulance. Sorry, we live on a highway. Anyway, so that breaks. Everybody just starts booing Marshall. Security comes and drags him out of the ballpark, and it's it's Another hilarious. Fail. It's so funny, <laughs> and it's such a it's just this hilarious scene. Then it cuts to Robin. Robin is shooting a gun at a gun range. Robin, which I don't know if it's brought up much in the first season, but it becomes more apparent in the seasons after mm-hmm. season two that Robin is a gun enthusiast. She's a, she loves She's guns. She's a very opposite from She's Ted. a very masculine. Well, because Ted is like against guns. And well, he's then- not so much against guns, <laughs> but he does, he has that like, well, uh, 48% of gun violence, blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, he he's not super huge on guns, but right. he, you know. So it does make him uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah. But at this point, season two, episode one, Ted has no idea about Robin's obsession with guns. Right. So, you know, she's there letting off some steam. This is where Robin goes to de-stress. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Well, she she noticed that it didn't work for Barney. It didn't work for Ted. So she said, you know, I'm going to try it like a feminine approach but this is her feminine approach quote unquote yeah <laughs> wants to go to the gun range yeah and and it's, it's a funny little exchange because you know like marshall goes like he says offhand like well does ted know about like your your, your thing with guns and she goes no and he's not gonna know about it and, and she, she accidentally kind of like faces a loaded gun kind of like points a loaded gun at marshall yeah. and marshall gets all freaked out and she goes oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> and she just kind of puts the gun away and then she lets Marshall shoot the, you know, like, do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And so she kind of shows Marshall how to shoot and how to stand and everything. And Marshall takes that first shot, and it's like a shot of adrenaline, and he just gets it. And and he well, just like, he flies back, which yeah. is hilarious because she could handle the gun, and she's tinier than him, smaller than him, and here's huge Marshall, and like he shoots his first you know, bullet out of a gun and it just like the feedback, what do you call that? Like the kickback. The kickback it yeah. just like threw him to the ground, which yeah. is hilarious. It's really funny because he <laughs> towers over Robin. He is a monster compared to Robin. Um, yeah, so that was, and then he actually really liked that. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he dug it. He got it, you know, and I think he agrees to just kind of keep it quiet that mm-hmm. like they're super big on guns and shit. Yeah. And uh, so... After that, Ted, I think Ted asks Robin, you know, like, what did you do to cheer him up? Right. Like, it's, you know, like, oh, my God, he's, like, in such a good mood. And and then it cuts to Marshall, like, maniacally laughing while he's shooting a gun shooting, at a gunning yeah, range. And he's just, times. like, he's just getting <laughs> off on on shooting this gun. He's getting all of his aggression and all of his anger out. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she just kind of plays it off, like, oh, you know. And uh, that all goes down the shitter. A couple days later when Marshall finds, Marshall gets one of Lily's credit card bills in the mail. Right. And right before that, because Ted said, I'm going to reward you because you're the only one who got to get him to stop thinking about Lily. Yep, that's right. 
So we're going to go to my, my uncle's cabin. Uncle's cabin or in, lake up. in Montauk. Montauk. Is it Montauk? And I looked it okay. up. It's actually um, like near the Hamptons. Okay, yeah. So those little that islands, you know. And oh. they're going to finally have some alone time because finally they've been having a babysit. Yeah, and there's know, a Marshall. there's a there's a funny exchange between Robin and 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 Ted, and I know you and I can relate to this because the, uh, there's this there's a part where like Ted finally walks into his room and he shuts the door really quiet, and mm-hmm. that's after he puts Marshall to bed. Right <laughs> after Marshall spent the whole day groveling, you know. <laughs> And then Robin said something to the effect of, oh, my God, I thought he'd never go to sleep. As parents yes. of a, of a six-year-old, we know all too well how that feels when we're trying to have some kind of alone time. Yes. And our kid just will not cooperate <laughs> at all. The whole day. The whole day, the whole night, everything. And you're just like hoping that they'll finally go to bed. Yeah. So you can have some alone time with your wife or your husband. And it just, it's, it's so funny. It's just a small little thing that she says and it, it, I connected with it right away. It was so funny. As a parent, you get that and and you understand her like anguish. (laughs) So going back to the credit card, going back, Marshall finds a credit card bill and it immediately takes him back to square one. He just, mm. I gotta, I gotta look through, I gotta look through what she's buying. I gotta find what she's, you know, and, and, and Ted and Robin and, and Barney are trying to calm him down and he's just not, he's just not listening mm-hmm. and he's going through and he reads off like three or four charges and then he gets this weird twisted dream in his head that Lily is somehow going out with George Clinton and if you don't know who George Clinton is, it's uh, he's a legend in the funk R and B hip hop world. I, I probably hear, heard his song. I just have. don't know that it's he's, him. He's you know, legendary. He's, he's but you love that music. Hits. I love that kind of music. Yeah, my my <laughs> mom. Up. I grew up listening to that in my house. My mom listened to it every mm-hmm. day. I love George Clinton. He's the best. Um, but. They get George Clinton in this dream with Lily at a coffee shop, and they're just like flirting with each other, and they're loving on each other. And mm-hmm. Lily's saying how much she loves him, and and George Clinton is just eating it up. And no, oh, yeah, anything for my Lily pad. And, Lily. <laughs> and she give he gives Lily a ferret. Ferret, yeah, yeah. because he, there was a charge for a pet store. <laughs> yeah, there was a charge for a pet store, and uh, George gives Lily a ferret. And Lily makes it a point to say, like, oh, I could never have a ferret with Marshall because Marshall was afraid of them, you know, and, and not you, George Clinton, uh, you know, funk. Le- she says that to funk legend funk George Clinton. And she, you know, it's just it's so funny. It's such a funny scene of the two of them together. And George does such a good job of like and then he talks to the camera. He talks to you and yeah. says, like, that's right, Marshall lives with me now. What you know, and it's just like does this whole thing. Is this the first celebrity like, you know, a guest spot or it something? It could be. I, it, you know, I, someone... I don't... I mean, it's been so long since season one. I wouldn't doubt if George Clinton was like the first... Like celebrity like, playing as himself. Celebrity yeah. as himself, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's a bunch towards the, you know, in. the middle, towards the end of mm-hmm. the season. You know, there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. But I think George Clinton is the first one that plays himself. Mm-hmm. So... 
We should put that. We should look it up and put that on like IMDb or your. Because <laughs> I don't think it was on there. Uh, you know, so they're they're trying to calm him down. They're trying to get him to you know and and you know and 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 they finally sort of get him to to calm down a little bit because they tell him something to the effect of like, well, these charges are from a while ago. You know, like these are these are old charges that you know. And uh, and then Barney Barney's the Barney one. goes like, well, yeah. If you were going to look at current charges, you'd have to go on our online account. And then and Robin then you could and see Ted in the last two days. Yeah, Robin yeah. and Ted just look at Barney like, you motherfucker. I, you know, just <laughs> and so so like, why'd you do that? Oh. So Marshall is logging on to her bank account mm-hmm. while Ted, Robin, and Barney are all three of them are yelling at him to not do it, and he does it. And he's going through her her things, and he sees some charges from New York. Mm-hmm. And so he 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 realizes, oh my god, Lily's in New York. She's back in New York, and she's at a hotel. I I need I I need to call this hotel. I think he was also more upset, as you said. He thought that if she ever came back to New York, she would contact. She him? would contact him, and that's what hurt him more. Is that. He was expecting that, and she didn't. Yeah, and so she, he, so Marshall gets on the phone, and of course, Robin, Ted, and Barney are all three of them just, just hang up the phone, just hang up the phone. Ted's in his face, yelling at him to hang up the phone, and you're gonna mm-hmm. throw away these last couple months. You've been doing so good, and don't do this right now. Blah blah blah. And Barney, or not Barney, Marshall gets on the phone. And, Hello, mm-hmm. um, and it's a guy that answers the phone for her room. And hangs so up. Marshall hangs up the phone mm-hmm. and he says, you know, a guy answered the phone. A guy's in, in Lily's room right now. I have to go down there. And while we were watching the episode, I told this to you. This, to me, is is the first instance where you see Barney really care about one of the people in the group. Mm-hmm. Because Barney jumps in front of the door with Robin and he puts his hand out and no you can't do this you're not you, like this isn't this is not good right like mm-hmm. he's telling Bar- he's actually looking out for for Marshall he's telling Marshall like this is not what you want to do this right. is a bad mm-hmm. idea and up until that point Barney comes off like a dick he comes off like he's just kind of in it for himself and and you know like right. he's friends with these other people but he wouldn't he's, really care. He's friends with it's, them because it's mm-hmm. more for them than it is for him. Like, he doesn't yeah. really have anything mm-hmm. emotionally invested in this friendship. And this is the first time where, at least for me, I see Barney, like, legitimately care about one of the people in this group. Mm-hmm. And he jumps in. You can't do this. You you can't go. Don't do this. And and then other people are, are making their point. And the entire time that they're making their point, Barney's pointing at him. And he's saying, yes. And he's shaking his head like, "Don't do this. Listen to them. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you, you know, you don't, you can't do this." And Barney, you know, he's, he's, him and Robin are trying to get him to just realize what's going on, and then finally Ted snaps, and Ted calls him pathetic, and Ted goes off and says, "You know, like, the, you know, if you show up to Lily's hotel room as this marshal." She's going to laugh in your face. She's going to dump you and you're just going to be a pathetic loser. But you know what? Go ahead and do whatever you want to do because no matter what I say, you're going to do the opposite of. Right. So let's go, Robin. And 
So he grabs his bags to leave with Robin for their weekend in the Hamptons with, you know, at the cabin. Mm -hmm. And then Ted turns around and goes into Marshall's ear and says, is it okay if we still borrow your car? (laughs) Yeah, Which is really funny. And I think um, even Barney was like, yeah, that's bold. That's a bold move. Yeah, it's a bold move. Bold to go for the car. (laughs) And so, you know, they, they. uh, And this is not one of, this is another thing like with Ted and future episodes he gets real like when he's fired up and he gets real preachy like he goes on this like he doesn't stop himself it just like all comes out and he doesn't care what people think or say because he's just in that moment and i thought that was really rude of Mm -hmm. him just to get him so emotionally um upset about it and not really like think wait like your best friend is not using you know, his right mind right now. So I can actually, (laughs) uh, appreciate what Ted did because you need that. He snapped. Yeah. He just snapped (laughs) and he had fucking enough. Right. And everybody needs a little tough love. Every once in a while. That's the tough love they were talking about. (laughs) And Ted was just telling him like, look, you're a fuck. You suck right now. You're Mm -hmm. not a good person. And if you, Take this person to Lily. She's going to realize that you suck and she's not going to want to come back to you. Right. And and it's just, I've had it happen to me and it's what you need sometimes. You need someone to just slap you in the face yeah. and tell you that you're okay. not. And so <laughs> I agree with Ted. I agree with the way Ted handled that. I think it's good. The whole asking for the car afterwards is kind of a shit. Yeah, that was... That was, you know, I probably wouldn't have done that. I would have found another way to get to the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. So on the way to the Hamptons, it cuts to Robin and Ted. And and Robin's kind of like making some comments here and there like, you fucked up. You know, like that's that's kind of fucked up what you did. (laughs) And, you know, and and so Ted calls Barney to check on on Marshall. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're at a strip club. Because they had club. already asked him to watch him. They had asked Barney to watch him. Barney agreed. So Barney took him to a strip club mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And Barney answers the phone. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're hanging out. We're at the strip club. He looks next to him where Marshall was. Marshall's not there anymore. So it scares Oops. the shit out of him. <laughs> and uh, it scares the shit out of Ted and Robin. So they, of course, have to cut their trip short, turn around, Mm -hmm. and go back to New York. Mm -hmm. Go back to where to go back to where they live. Go back to the to the the situation going on. Ted immediately goes to the hotel that Lily was staying at, Mm -hmm. and he finds Marshall in the lobby of the Mm -hmm. hotel, sitting there having a drink, you know, at the bar. So Ted goes up and he goes, "Hey, man, you know what's going on? What are you okay?" And Marshall, you know, he goes, yeah, I went up to her room and the guy answered the door and Marshall decked him in the face, knocked him out cold, right? knocked mm-hmm. him out just like a sack of fucking rocks, just <laughs> dropped him. And uh, Ted goes, really? You hit Lily's new boyfriend? Turns out it wasn't Lily's new boyfriend. Turns out it was an identity theft or an identity thief who stole Lily's identity when she lived in San Francisco she had went to a coffee shop and she used a credit card. The guy behind the counter was an identity thief, took her identity, flew to New York, bought a hotel room, charged a bunch of shit on her credit card. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was that guy. And he ends up getting arrested and such and such. 
So but all the charges that... All those charges that were in New York were from this dude. And that he thought were yeah. being made by Lily. Yeah, and he, <laughs> you know, so for all... Marshall thought Lily was still in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it kind of... It kind of... It's a sweet moment between Marshall and Ted. And, and, and Marshall's, you know, kind of apologizing to Ted for how he's been acting. And, and Ted was was trying to tell Marshall, like, there's, an, there's a version of you that was alive before Lily. Mm-hmm. And this is not him. You know, mm-hmm. that Marshall is a fucking amazing person. And that's the person that I became best friends with. And there's a version of you that exists without her. Mm-hmm. And you need to find that. And Marshall agrees and, and, and he makes a declaration that tomorrow I'm going to start getting better. And of course it doesn't because you can't do that. That doesn't yeah, not happen. Not immediately. Not you like can't immediately just turn your <laughs> feelings off unless you're a sociopath. Right. <laughs> Barney can do that. Marshall can't. You know, Marshall's mm-hmm. a very emotional dude. So, so Marshall, you know, cuts the next day. Marshall's in bed and he's uh, he's, mo- he's moaning and he's, uh, yeah. he's, you know, goes on for a couple more days. And then finally... I forget what I forget the exact amount of days. Do you have it? I didn't write down? that one down. Okay, yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. I think it's like fifty some days or it sixty was probably some days. Fifty or sixty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin walks out of the bedroom in their apartment and and calls Ted in, and Marshall has made pancakes on Sunday, mm-hmm. the way they always used to do it. So they sit down, all three of them, and they eat the pancakes. And, of course, the pancakes taste like shit because Marshall never makes them. (laughs) But they play it off like these are the best pancakes in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of how the episode ends. You know, like it kind of goes through a little montage of, of, you know, Marshall kind of getting better and, and Ted kind of talking about, you know, moving on. And then it cuts to a scene at the very end of the episode Mm -hmm. of the four of them, Marshall... Barney, Ted, and Robin at McLaren's mm-hmm. having a beer, hanging out, and they're all laughing, and, and everybody's patting Marshall on the back because he's getting better, and he's becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. And then you see the shadow of a person walk down the stairs of McLaren's, and it's Lily. Through the window, yeah. Through the window, mm-hmm. you see her. You see it's Lily. Mm-hmm. Lily's about to walk through, and she sees how happy everybody is. And then she turns around and walks away. And then that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, it, uh, I personally love this first episode. Yeah, it was really great. It's, it's, it shows how much um, Ted, you know, becomes a real, like his best friend brotherhood really shine through. Um, he chose, um, Marshall over Lily because I remember Lily mentioning in the season one end of season one like you're my best friend and you know he he obviously cut oh. his ties with um with Lily for Marshall you know and which I think she probably never she didn't contact anyone anyways but um I don't know everyone pulled through to help him get through it yeah and I I just I, I it 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 goes to the power of like you you honestly see how much ted loves marshall mm-hmm. and he it's it's a beautiful thing because you see robin and ted's relationship kind of growing a little bit 
then you, like I said before, you see Mar- you see Barney finally start to show some feelings towards his friends, right? Mm-hmm. And finally start to 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 kind of reciprocate and 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 show his friends that like he really cares about them. He cares about what happens to them, and that only becomes more apparent throughout the rest of season two, mm-hmm. especially the end of season two. I don't want to spoil anything, but it it's this season makes you love Barney. Mm-hmm. It makes you love Barney, and it makes you hate Lily. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, I I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm not spoiling anything for you. You may think it's differently than I I yeah. do, but it's that's the way I feel about mm-hmm. it. I after this season, I can't stand Lily for the rest of the series. After this season, I love Barney for the remainder of the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's that's basically the end of the episode. I'm gonna go through a couple. Uh, continuity fun facts here okay. for for uh, for this episode of How I Met Your Mother, season two, episode one. Mm-hmm. Ted and Robin mentioned that Marshall slept in Ted's room after watching a scary movie. This is the first reference to Marshall disliking horror films. When Ted and Robin are on their way to their getaway, the song playing in the car is not I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers, even though it is slated in Arrivederci Fiero that the tape has been stuck in the player since before Marshall's brothers passed the car down to him. Oh, yeah. This is a future episode. I like that episode. So this too. is this mm-hmm. that's one of the fav- my favorite episodes from season two. Is mm-hmm. Arrivederci Fiero. Uh, that's a big no no that they did, did in this episode. They they fucked it up kinda. So there was another song There's playing? another song playing, okay. even though this is this And this tape. is uh pre iPhones where you could like yeah. play your phones. This is cassettes and CDs and shit. This and is just... it. <laughs> this think... is maybe the first or second generation of the iPod. Ma- yeah, maybe. I yeah. But I don't even think that you could attach it to your car, not a yeah, car. Yeah, I don't like think the there fart. was an auxiliary no. and all that kind of especially a Fiero. No, no, no. way. Uh, future references. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go past those notes and trivia, goofs and errors. Robin calls Ted Teddy Bear, but in other episodes such as Bagpipes, it is mentioned how much she hates pet names. Oh, so okay. she she calls him a pet name even though she hates doing it. Between the time Lily leaves at the end of Come On and Ted comes home the next morning, the couch in the apartment changed from brown leather to red fabric. Oh my gosh, wow. While Ted explains in Little Minnesota that his sister Heather once sold his couch, it's unlikely she managed to do it that night. This is a future episode in yes. season three or four, Little Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Ted tells Marshall near the end of the episode that when he first arrived at his room at Wesleyan University, Marshall was laying on his bed with his feet up and with no care in the world. However, in How I Met Everyone Else, it may before and after this episode... Marshall says that he was eating a sandwich and then another student mistakes Ted as the dean. He puts it out and acts suspiciously when Ted enters the room. Eating a sandwich yeah. is code name for smoking a joint. Yes. Because remember, Ted is telling the story to his kids. So Ted doesn't want to say, I was smoking a joint or your uncle Marshall was smoking a joint in his room and then I walked in. Ted sugarcoats it by saying, uh, your uncle Marshall was eating a sandwich. And then I walked in. And I walked in, yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> allusions and outside references. When Lily is thinking, is talking about dancing on stage with George Clinton, Courtney Cox style, is a reference to Bruce Springsteen's video, Dancing in the Dark, where Bruce Springsteen chooses Courtney Cox from the crowd and dances with, with her on stage. Barney's speech about he, Marshall, and Ted 
are going to womanize women together is a callback to Tom Joad's speech at the end of The Grapes of Wrath. The reception to this episode, reviewer Joel Keller described the episode as a very strong opening to the season and suggested the show was ready to become a monster hit with just a few improvements. Remember I talked about that earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. The St. Petersburg Comic Review gave this episode 9 out of 10 stars. Lily's back, but will things ever be the same? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, just... this is this is a great opening episode. Great opening episode to season 2. And this um, aired when? This originally aired... Uh, of course, this thing is not... Hold on a sec. Let me find it. This originally aired September 18th, 2006. Oh, my gosh. 11, 11 years, years ago. <laughs> going on 11 almost years. 11 almost years. 11 years from now. Or ago from today. Wow, okay. That's, that's how old this episode is, and it still holds up. Yeah, still it definitely good. does. So uh, I, that's going to do it for this episode mm-hmm. of She's Dead. Uh, again, you can hit me up at Mingstein on Instagram. You know, uh, Liz, do you want to throw out your social media, or do you really want people to know anything? I don't or? put anything. I'm not like you. I don't put everything every day. Okay. So. Well, then um, uh, you'll you'll. See me tagged all the I'll, time. I'll tag Liz and all of my stuff from here on out. She's yes. my new co-host for She's Dead. <laughs> and uh, I guess that'll do it for this episode. So yeah. we will see you next week. Thank you. Thanks. I-